0: It was salt and a large, gaping wound. That is the 2023 season for our White Sox. Cubs beat the Sox 7-3 to on Tuesday night. Cubs hit for power and displayed speed as well as aggressiveness. Mr. Job Security Rick Hahn was a no-show to the press, and he let Pedro Graffol take all the heat. Uh, more detailed reports on who could be traded Uh, from the White Sox roster and Lance Lynn has a no trade list. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox and thank you for just coming back. I don't care if it's your first listen, your second listen, your third listen, your fourth or fifth. I sure hope it's your first, but I do not blame you if you get to it later in the day because you've got other priorities. This White Sox team is bad, but we are free. We are available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences uh, and sleeper picks. And you could win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Uh, Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper. Today, Hey, I'm Nick Murawski, your host, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, G-G-T-B. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox will try it again against the Northsiders on Wednesday. Lance Lynn is on the Hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the Sox. It is ugly. It's embarrassing. White Sox are 20 games under 541 and 61, 12 and a half games back in the Central I mean, what else can you do? What else can you say? Uh, How should you feel? How should you act? Um, Yeah, you just want to tune out. Absolutely just want to tune out. Uh, It is getting really ugly. And uh, now it's just a point of like, well, who's going to be here on this roster uh, after the trade deadline? Uh, Sox lost to the Cubs 7-3 on the south side on Tuesday night. Uh, Hendricks was on the hill for the Cubs. And I mean, he really just rocked the Sox to sleep. Uh, sinker, that really great change-up, off-speed stuff. I don't think he hits uh, 90. And he definitely doesn't go over 90 miles per hour. Just really baffled the Sox. Uh, you know, they swing early. They swing often. And that's what you have to do. Um, it, you don't necessarily just have to do it against the Sox. The Sox make it easy uh, for you. Uh, But if you could keep hitters off balance, you know, of course, you don't need to throw 97, 98 miles per hour. And Hendricks has been doing this for a long time. There's no surprise, uh, but he does it really well. That that sinker, that change of combo, that is tough. And he pinpoints it uh, and he's calling his own game. They call him the professor. He is smart about how he sets you up. uh, And he was at his finest. Uh, on Tuesday, Cubs had four home runs, five stolen bases. They absolutely handed it to Kopech in the Sox on Tuesday. Uh, it was sickening. It was uh, embarrassing. Uh, Vaughn was back, though. Andrew Vaughn uh, was in that walking boot as of a couple days ago. Uh, not going to do an IL because that's not the White Sox way. He's going to grind it out. He was back out there at first base. Yoan Moncada came back. How about that? He was playing at third base, just like I anticipated. I didn't expect him back so soon. That's for sure. It sounded like he uh, was going to need a while. Uh, we're going to get to some more details on uh, his return here in, in a bit. Carlos Perez was optioned uh, with Moncada back at third base. Uh, on uh, Tuesday. Well, Jake Berger needed to be kept in the lineup for that bat. Of course, he was shifted to second base. How about it? You got nothing else to lose, right? Uh, except for more games. And they did that on Tuesday. Uh, more surprised that Mankata was back or that Berger went to second base. I think I was more surprised that Yohan Mankata actually came back. It was penciled right in there uh, at third base here. Again, a team going into the game, 19 games under 500, uh, 12 and a half out in the division, uh, and forcing Mankata right back into that lineup. Uh, manager Pedro Garfola on Jake Berger moving from third to second with Yohan Mankata back from IL. Let's face it, it's the bat. We want him to go over there and make the routine play and just do the best you can because we want your bat. Uh, this was from Bruce Levine. Yohan uh, Mankata said, if the White Sox asked him to play second base or any other position, he would accept the assignment. How about that? Uh, from Daryl Scoven of the Chicago Sun-Times, Yoan Mancata's disc issue has extended to discomfort in his glute and hamstring. Mancata said, I feel good, not 100%, but I feel good enough to play. This is something I have to deal with uh, but definitely feel much better now than when we started the season. So uh, what is really going on with Johan Mankada? Nobody really knows. Uh, he's clearly playing more hurt than any of us probably realize, and maybe he was willing to admit. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think maybe just shutting him down. If he needs to get something serious done, uh, some sort of surgery done, to make sure he is right for for maybe the beginning of 2024, so this doesn't get any worse. Maybe that maybe it's the time to do it. We're 20 games under 500, and uh, you know, uh, hey, I, I love it. You want to come back? You want to play? You sh- you want to show your worth? But I don't know. I, I don't know what what further damage could you be doing. Uh, but he was back out there on Tuesday. Uh, there was no Rick Hahn at the presser. I, I was actually pretty surprised. Uh, you know I thought for sure he'd just show up, talk a little bit about the trade deadline, this that and the other. No Rick Hahn just uh, maybe there was something that happened in, you know in his personal life with family or you know, hopefully you know everything's okay healthwise and he but come on, if everything is fine, what are you doing? Uh, and again, what do you want Rick Khan to say? That's what everybody says. What do you want him to say? I want him to get out there, and I want to say, I want him to say what you know he made Pedro Grifol say, and it's on him. It's his fault. I failed. All that stuff, just gutless, uh, coward I mean, Rick Hahn uh, should be ashamed of himself. This organization really should be ashamed of themselves. And there's no accountability. They don't care. Uh, but uh, that was a sad scene right there. Grifol uh, did talk to the media. Uh, and Graffold put this season totally on his shoulders. Uh, there's no stone unturned here. Believe me, when it comes to us trying to get this thing right, I'm disappointed. This is on me. It's simple. I sat there and told everybody we have high expectations here, and I was going to lead us to where we want to go, and it's not happening. It doesn't mean I'm going to quit. Liked what I heard from Pedro Grafol, but that should be Rick Hahn up there right in front of the uh, the, uh Uh, journalists right in front of the the media giving that type of talk. Uh, Ridiculous. Top of first on Tuesday. Kopech, now at this point, he looked like he was pretty amped. He looked like he was locked in. Great battle against Bellinger. Allowed a duck snort single, but that was it. Uh, Top of second. Throwing error by Tim Anderson. Then a Dansby Swanson two-run blast. And here we go from the Cubs. Next batter, Morrell. Uh, he goes yard off of a cement mixer by Kopech. That thing just spun around and around in the middle of the zone. Three nothing Cubs, nobody out. And I'm wondering, uh, here we go. Can Kopech keep his composure? He was able to get out of the inning without further damage. A uh, bottom second. Mancada went down swinging in his first at bat. Uh, Vaughn with a bouncer back to the pitcher. Sox not able to match the Cubs firepower early on. Uh, top of third. Uh, Berger saw some first action at second base, handled it without an issue at uh, that time. A uh, bottom third, nothing doing for the Sox after three. Hendricks was sharp and kept them off balance with that changeup of his. Again, you don't have to throw hard. You just gotta be smart, really. Uh, top of four, Dansby Swanson led off with his second dinger of the game, crushed a 2-0 fastball to make it 4 nothing. Kopech obviously fell behind offered up a nice cookie-cutter fastball. Berger was involved in turning a double play, which uh, he handled well, a 6-4-3. to to Cubs stole their second base of the game off the Yaz-Kopech battery. Uh, That's really on both of them. Kopech's got to figure out uh, his approach to home, whether that's a a slide step or something. He's got to figure that out. Cubs were running all over them. Uh, 72 pitches after four innings for Kopek. A top of five, Cubs continue to run on Kopech and Yaz. Third swipe of the night, Cubs with a sack fly. Colas uh, with a great throw from right field, but the tag was a late, weird lunge by Yaz where he had the ball in one hand, glove in the other. It's 5 nothing Cubs. Uh, first Sox base runner, bottom of the fifth. It was an Alloy double. fielder cho- Fielder's choice from Vaughn got Alloy home 5-1. Uh, You got Schultons in the game, top of seven. A Nico Horner home run made it 6-1. Berger had his first blemish at second base, uh, but it really wasn't that blemish uh, that did the sacks in. Uh, Cubs with their fifth stolen base. Swanson continued to punish the sacks. RBI single made it 7-1, bottom seven. T.A. and Robert got on second and third, nobody out. Aloy with some discipline. He walked to load the bases. Hendricks was at 84 pitches. Mankata robbed of a grand slam by Suzuki in right field. Thought he had it. I think he thought he had it. Great catch by Suzuki. He really pulled that one back there. Uh, Tim Anderson tagged up. Then Vaughn with an excuse me hit, made it a 7-3 game. Hendricks was pulled, but the Sox could not do any more damage. Sack fly and an RBI RBIQ shot. That was all they got with the bases loaded, nobody out. Uh, Graful talked about that killer mentality a few days ago. That is when you needed it, to put your foot on their throat, make it hurt. Sox didn't do that, but what new? Uh, bottom of nine, Sox had the first two on, but went away quietly. Kopech's final line, five innings, nine hits, five runs. Four of them earned a walk, five strikeouts, three home runs. He limited the walks, but uh, tacked on in the home run category, a 4.44 ERA for Kopech, through 102 pitches. Uh, Schultons was taxed with the other Cub runs. Uh, he gave up a home run in his two innings. Uh, Sacks offense, three runs, five hits, doubles by Jimenez and Robert. Uh, Mankata, 0 for 3 with an RBI and two strikeouts. Vaughn, 1 for 4 uh, with two RBIs. Uh, and Berger, 0 for 3. Sacks were 1 for 8 with runners in scoring position. White Sox still seem like they could be the biggest sellers come the deadline, but will the market present itself? Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Want to win 100 times your money on daily fantasy baseball? Uh, Sleeper is now offering a 100-time payout for up to eight pick contests choose any choose as many as eight players that you like and pick more or less on your favorite baseball stats like home runs strikeouts hits and more get your picks right and you could win big swing for the fences on sleeper picks and you could win up to 100 times your money use promo code lockdown and sleeper will match your first deposit of 100 dollars Predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and much more to cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. First-time depositors can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using promo code LOCKDOWN. So use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today our chicago white Sox face off against the cubs on wednesday catch every pitch of the white Sox hometown broadcast with sirius xm on the sxm app search white Sox. uh the mlb trade deadline cheat sheet uh, what to watch for all 30 teams and top targets by position this was from jim Bowden in the athletic uh, and of course the chicago white Sox. Uh, right up there in that sellers category, as they should be. Uh, this is Bowden's right up. The White Sox might end up being the headliners of this trade deadline, as they could deal starting pitchers Lucas Giolito and Lance Lynn and relievers like Kendall Graveman, Re- Ronaldo Lopez, and Joe Kelly. They could also move on from shortstops Tim Anderson and Elvis Andrews, among others. So uh, there was a, a second part to this article, the Big Board 2.0, players that could be traded. And there was a lot of them, familiar names uh, from the White Sox and what Bowden has to say. So, of course, Dylan Cease is in that category. Uh, he's under team control through 2025, so the White Sox would prefer to trade Lucas Giolito and Lance Lynn instead, but will listen to all offers as they should. Uh, of course, Giolito, the one I personally think will definitely be moved and probably will be the first one to be moved. Uh, an impending free agent, Giolito is 6-6 six and six with a 3.79 ERA and 21 starts. He's the most likely starter to be dealt at the trade deadline. And then you got Lance Lynn. Uh, he's 6-9 and nine with a 6.18 ERA and has allowed 28 home runs but can still give you five or six innings per start. Uh, Ken Rosenthal reports on Lynn's uh, no-trade list that I'll get to later in this episode. Uh, Kendall Graveman, uh, the veteran righty, has a 3.56 ERA in 44 appearances and is eight for eight in save opportunities. He is signed through next year, uh, eight million in 2024. Uh, Joe Kelly. Has a 4.66 ERA in 30 appearances, but also the experience of pitching in high leverage spots in playoff games. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez, an impending free agent. Lopez has a 4.29 ERA, 4 saves and 52 strikeouts in 42 innings. Uh, Kenyon Middleton, who another one I think Middleton will be gone for sure. Uh, Middleton has put up a 3.41 ERA in 37 appearances and is under team control for one more year. Uh, Tim Anderson on this list uh, among the middle infielders here. Anderson is the most likely to be traded. He has a 14 million dollar team option, a one million dollar buyout for 2024. Uh, he has had a down year, but has picked it up in July, hitting 292. Uh, he would be a solid fit for the Giants, Dodgers, and Mariners, says Bowden. And then, last but not least, Yasmani Grandal, uh, who had some problems on Tuesday, not not able to throw somebody out, had had a situation at home with with a weird tag of his. Uh, and then struck out to end the game and it was, you know, it bended back into this to the strike zone. It was middle middle at the end of the day and he did not like that. It was, it was a rough game for him, but uh, he's batting 255, 323, 392 with eight home runs and a 0.1B war. an impending free agent. Grandel is making 18.25 million this year. Difficult to bring in a catcher, I think, kind of at the deadline. Uh, with the chemistry and everything, but uh, he can do other things. And I I think they might want that bat for sure. Uh, So this is uh, Ken Rosenthal in The Athletic. And he says, this is what I'm hearing. He had a lot about the rest of uh, all of baseball uh, throughout MLB, but specifically with White Sox and focusing in on Lance Lynn. Uh, White Sox right-hander Lance Lynn on the surface does not appear to be an attractive trade candidate. He leads the majors again with 28 home runs allowed. uh, And his contract gives him the right to block deals to 10 teams, potentially complicating discussions. As for Lynn's no trade list, like any no trade list, it is not absolute. According to sources briefed on the pitcher's thinking, he would waive his protection for certain contenders. The teams he can block are the Mariners. Padres and Giants, Dodgers, Angels and Cardinals, Blue Jays, Mets, Yankees and Rays. In any case, it's doubtful Lynn would drive too hard a bargain. At this point, a number of White Sox veterans are just looking to get a, a get out of jail free card. And Lynn, who has Pitched only once in the postseason since 2015. His last year with the Cardinals surely wants to return to the October stage. Uh, Lynn will be owed uh, slightly more than $6 million at the deadline. And the White Sacks uh, might need to include significant cash in the deal to secure a solid return. Escaping the White Sacks' losing culture might help him. Moving to a more pitcher-friendly park might help him. Some pitching savvy team likely will want to get his hands on Lynn, thinking he is not finished yet. That last blurb just read like the Sox have no idea what they're doing with the talent that they have. So some other team that's pretty smart with their talent could probably figure Lynn out and get a little bit more out of him more than what the White White Sox have been able to do. Uh, so Lance Lynn, you know, he could be making his last start in a White Sox uniform. And will Marcus Stroman also be in a similar situation? Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. So it is uh, the, the series finale, this weird two-game middle of the week, uh, a crosstown series happening on Wednesday night on the South Side: Sox and Cubs. I I absolutely cannot stand the Cubs. Uh, I'm not a Chicago baseball fan. I'm not somebody that, you know, roots for the Cubs if the Sox aren't in it or they're, they're my favorite National League team. I have no love for the Chicago Cubs. That's just me. I mean, that's just that is just me. Uh, but anyway, it'd be nice for the Sox to maybe return the favor on Wednesday and punish the Cubs here. So it is Lance Lynn against Marcus Stroman, probably a few scouts at this game like they were on Tuesday. Uh, Marcus Stroman is two and four with an ERA of 4.27 and 40 strikeouts in 10 appearances versus the White Sox in his career. Of all those appearances, except one, That was when Stroman was in a Toronto Blue Jays jersey. The lone appearance in a Cubs uniform came last year in May. Stroman went seven innings, gave up just three hits, zero earned runs, a couple of walks, and a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Stroman is 10-7 and with an ERA of 3.09, 105 strikeouts and 21 appearances this season. He has been pitching well. Uh, Last time we saw Lance Lynn, Uh, It was against the Twins. Uh, He went six and two-thirds, eight hits, six earned runs, four home runs, uh, three walks, and six strikeouts. The last time Lance Lynn faced the Cubs was way back in 2021. Uh, That appearance did not go well. So, who knows? I mean, Lance Lynn could get scratched uh, at the last moment because some team just uh, they were able to get a deal done. I think Giolito might be going on Friday or Saturday. Uh, he's penciled in right now against the Guardians. You know, that can change. We see guys uh, obviously being dealt, uh, called in right from the field uh, during the game. And, and it's the hug watch, you know, hugging teammates. And and that's it. You know, we see all different kinds of strange stuff uh, at this deadline. Uh, Socks continue to be talked about. Uh, like they are going to be, uh, you know, the champions of this trade deadline. They are going to be unloading. And, and you look at this list, I mean, it, it, the amount of players uh, that Jim Bowden rattled off. And it's not a new list, but, uh, you know, and then you could maybe DFA a couple guys and and, and you know, just really cut the fat and run lean. It could be a completely different ball club, uh, you know, giving some young guys a chance, you know, maybe trying to, you know, prove their worth, prove a spot, uh, so the Sacks keep eyes on them in the off season and beyond into 2024. Uh, maybe guys that will buy into what Pedro Grafol is trying to do and put together uh, guys that he thinks he can coach up. Uh, I don't know. You know, uh, so a lot of people will ask, "Hey, what are you looking forward to?" Or what, where's their hope uh, for this 2023 season? For me, it's it's I'm looking forward to a direction. What direction is the Sacks team going to go in? Uh, you know, like stop lying to yourself. You know, it, stop in this you know moment of limbo, ambiguity. Like, just pick a direction. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna absolutely hurt. It's not something that I like. No one wants this. No one foresaw this. Uh, this is just—it's gut wrenching uh, of what we're going about to do uh, here, and and what we're going to have to you know weather as a fan base. Uh, I just, I'm speechless almost. Uh, You know, when I really think about it, it it boggles the mind. How did we get here? Uh, But just, just do it already. Just make, make the decision, you know, move on from certain guys. Hopefully you get some healthy returns and they're guys that Pedro Grafol, if he's going to be around uh, in his coaching staff, these are guys that uh, to mold a team uh, that he wants uh, to put, into play in 2024. So I, I don't know if that's possible. I really don't trust Rick Hahn and in this front office, but that's what we have to deal with. Uh, so make a decision. Be real with yourself as an organization. It's going to absolutely sting. It's going to be horrible but we can just move on and and start into a different path, uh, whatever that may be. And with the off season, hopefully, you know, a a fruitful off season. But as I just said that I have to laugh at that because I know what's coming this off season, most likely uh, and into the winter meetings and beyond, but uh, we'll cross that bridge another time. First things first, uh, keep eyes on some of these deals that could be impending and and the socks. I need to get back at it and and you know give it to the Cubs here on Wednesday. You know pound them nine to one. How's that? I'd love I'd love for that uh, in, in a season like that we're having right now. This is all that matters. Just beat the Cubs. Just embarrass them on Wednesday, please and thank you, <laughs> folks. Thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore uh, GGTB. Uh, White Sacks take on the Cubs on Wednesday. Catch every pitch of the White Sacks hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Uh, search White Sacks. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen each and every day. Hey, everydayers, uh, you know who you are. You know how I feel about that. I, I absolutely appreciate Uh, You making this uh, an appointment podcast, uh, the audio, uh, the the video, whatever it may be for passing it along to other White Sox fans uh, in your life. I do appreciate it. On the next episode, I will recap Lance Lynn's outing and hopefully be celebrating a White Sox winner. Uh, Thanks for making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.